0: Last week, you and Kevin just came back from your New York trip.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How was that?
1: It was really fun. Uh, went for like a week, pretty much a week, and yeah. yeah, I think we had like a lot of stuff we wanted to do on our list. So the first day, it was like jam packed with like all these different activities. But then we ended up being like super exhausted. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> but like you our, have to walk our, everywhere, right? Yeah, I got the biggest blisters. my on the backs of my feet it was so disgusting um but like (laughs) yeah it was really bad (laughs) um but like the main point like the main purpose of us like going is just to like you know rest and like spend time together as like I, i felt like us doing so many things which is like also fun you know but like doing so many things in a day was just like more tiring than restful so then the rest of the trip, we're like, okay, we're just going to take it easy and, like, do stuff. But, like, if yeah. we don't get to a lot of stuff, then, like, it's totally fine. Uh, but it was really fun. We got to eat a lot of good food. Um, went to the Jimmy Fallon show, which was really fun. Went to see Wicked. We did, we the did a good first time. Of stuff. My first time, Kevin's second time. But he saw it, like, um, a long time ago. So he was. it was, like, like new-ish to him. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but it was fun, though. I really liked it. What
0: what are you learning about yourself and about God as God has put this type of work before you um, from your previous job to now your self-employed um, clothing business?
1: Well, I think when I was at my previous job, I like really struggled actually at that job. I mean, there were like multiple factors, like there was like manage- management factors, but also like personal struggles mm-hmm. that I had. Um, because, because like when I was in college, I I studied fashion in college and like when I was in college, I had these like big dreams of like, oh, like when I start working, um, I'm going to have, I'm going to work, I want to work at this like big name company. I want to do something that's like super cool like in other people's eyes, essentially like what the world feels is like cool. Mm -hmm. So I was like really like gunning towards that. And, but then when my first job out of college was like the one that I had previously, and that job to me was like, not the cool job I had in mind.
0: Mm-hmm. And so for
1: like the almost four years I was there, I think one of my biggest struggles was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I just feel so less than, and
0: mm-hmm. I don't know
1: why God has put me here. Like this job just feels so like, like, I just like don't know what the purpose is. And like, I feel like every time I tried to pursue like another door, mm-hmm. it, God would just close it. And I'd be like, God, like, why? Like, why, how come you just keep closing all these doors? And I feel like even now that I'm, like, not at that job, I- I'm, like, self-employed now. Like, I feel like there still is no, like, oh, this is the exact reason why God didn't allow you to go to another position. Um, And I feel like, yeah, there was never, like, a clear, like, this is why. But I feel like what I learned from it mm-hmm. and how God has grown me from it is, like, just, like, being faithful, like, where I'm called, but also, Mm -hmm. like, that how the world sees, like, success is is not, like, what, is not how God sees it, you know, and, like, God's, like, God's definition of success is, like, faithfulness to him, and that was really hard for me, because I was, like, I want to make an impact, I want people to think I'm cool, you know, so, like, a lot of pride, and a Mm -hmm. lot of just, yeah, like, focusing on myself, but, like, forgetting that, like, my purpose here on earth is not to, like, have people look at me you know but it's just to like God Mm -hmm. so I think that was like really hard and like a lot of times I would like like cry and just like you know just feel like really bad about myself um and just yeah like forget that it's like not about me um and I think you know even now like as I'm like self-employed and not at that position like I think I still struggle in like different in similar ways and also different ways. Like it could just be like, I mean, it's, I think it's also similar in the fact that like, I feel like, oh, like everyone else has these like great, you know, big jobs. But like, I feel like my little business is like nothing compared to like theirs. And just like, I think it's like a lot of comparison, which right. is like a really dangerous game and, mm-hmm. like, and it could be, like, a money thing, like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm not making it as much as them, like, and I had, I have this kind of degree, but, like, they're making more than, you know, it's just, like, all these different things, and, like, comparing mm-hmm. myself, mm-hmm. um, and just, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the lesson is always for me just to, like, be faithful, and, like, trust that, like, where God has put me is, like, it's not a mistake, and it's, like, it was the best and like wisest mm-hmm. decision for me, according to him. Yeah, um, And yeah, like, even though like, I may think like, I just, I think like sometimes I just, I'm so focused on myself and like what I think. And I forget that it's like, it's not about me, you know? Right, right. So a lot about being faithful and surrendering that control of God. Yeah. That's
0: a, that's a great lesson to learn. I think it's that a that- hard lesson. <laughs> God wants us to be faithful stewards. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, sometimes we're just waiting for that next opportunity because we have a plan and we have goals. Mm -hmm. And I I like what you shared that God is wise and good in his plans for us. And that is something that requires faith to receive. So, Yeah. yeah, um, Do you feel like any of your work challenges affects, like, your self-worth or your identity?
1: Yeah, I think, like, I think a lot of it is identity. I think, like, I think that I'm, like, not good enough or, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just, yeah, like, yeah, just, like, not good enough. I think that's always the word that, like, comes to my mind um and it's like I think when I think about it it's like kind of sad because like I really like looked at myself for like the for the lack of like worldly success that I have mm-hmm. compared to like maybe like my classmates from school you know like wow like they're doing so many big things and like what am I doing and like why yes. am I like this you know right right um but I mean it's just like again the reminder it's like it's not about like this world anything that that you do, you know, like my worth doesn't come from that, but it's like from Christ, you know? And Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I think it's just really, it's really hard to to remember that and easy to forget that that's where like my identity comes from. But yeah, I think it just makes me feel like really less than a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's okay, Vanessa. I think we all have that um, understanding with work that ties into our worth and mm-hmm. also how we can be very performance driven and we want outcomes. You want to see numbers going yep. up. We want to see yep. like those next steps being reached and God's, I guess this is the cost of following Christ, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Just to remember that we are willing to give up those things mm-hmm. and the path that he has for you is going to reap spiritual blessings. So, yeah. yeah. Um, thanks for sharing that. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about friendships. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think this is something that I still continue to reflect on in my own life about Mm. friendships and relationships, specifically on the other side of college graduation. And up until the point you graduate college, you know your friendships are within those circles that your community is, whether it's your school, your work, um, your church community. And then a lot of changes happen after college graduation. Everybody moves and Mm -hmm. they they start new. Um, Some people relocate and everything just gets uprooted. And I guess my question for you is um, what what have you learned? What are you learning about how um, friendship, how God uses friendships in different seasons?
1: i'm learning i think like i think about like now and mm-hmm. like my college friendships and i think in college it, like it just seemed easier for some reason <laughs> i don't know why um but it was just maybe just like the proximity yes, everyone, yes for yeah, college. everyone is just like yeah. together it was just so easy mm-hmm. but then when i got into a uh, young adult post-college life I was like wow it's like really what you said like everyone moves everyone like just like just things happen and like people Mm -hmm. just kind of like kind of drift apart or whatever and so we're just like you just are not as close as before or something um and so I think I think like what I've learned is to like not compare these Mm -hmm. kind of relationships I think they're like very different seasons of our lives not it's like not neither are bad obviously Mm -hmm. but it's just different and I think like when I first graduated, it was like, I mean, even now, honestly, it was really hard for me. Cause I'm like, okay, I want like these really close and like, just like instant, like, mm-hmm. you know, just like deep friendships. And like, I was comparing it to my college ones, right.
0: but like it right. wasn't
1: happening like post-college. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I got really frustrated and bitter. Cause I was like, God, like, why are you not providing like good friends? Mm-hmm. or like just for the, I want, not even like good friends, but like the ones that I'm expecting and like, yeah, expecting. Um, and yeah, I think it's just really easy for me to get bitter about it and frustrated and like sad, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like God has provided, like he has provided friends. He's provided sisters in my life. And I think I need to like, not have like all these, like crazy like ideals or like have all these like crazy expectations for friends but like to just like I think to be content with them but also to work to cultivate them Mm -hmm. I think I was also talking to someone else like I think sometimes I expect like good friendships to me like to be immediate and when Mm -hmm. they're not immediate I'm like okay what's wrong with this like why is it not immediate like why are we not immediately like having like a great time together and like to know that like Friend- good friendships honestly like take like cultivation you know and like it takes uh-huh. patience to like to cultivate it into a good friendship um and so yeah I've just I think I've been learning to be like patient with that and to also mm-hmm. be proactive I think like we can't just like sit around and like wait for people to come up to us um although I'm very tempted to do that, to do that um, I feel uh-huh. like I want other people to initiate with me Mm -hmm. but but I'm like I feel like I have to be proactive I can't just yeah I can't just wait for someone else to be like to ask me to hang out you know um but I should you know be like yeah asking others and like being proactive about that um yeah that's a question yeah
0: (laughs) I I think it's it's definitely something that it's It involves faith, right? I think to go back and think about the blessings of the former friendships that God had provided, it's like, well, of course, there's gratitude in those seasons of your life where you guys are walking so closely with one another and college really is a unique time in so unique. Like, you're never going to get that again. Never.
1: never. I was like, everyone, I'm like treasure this like time. Like that, that's it.
0: Like that's, that's not reality. That's called <laughs> yeah. college life. Yes, but for sure. I think um, there's, I think another issue is that everyone is looking to fit in to, mm-hmm. to a group and they want to be yeah. part of a group or they want to feel like they're belonging into mm-hmm something and if everyone feels that way nobody's gonna go anywhere so I think definitely um we all have to take our steps to meet new friends and to be open and I do think in this adulthood um people are are looking for friendships I I do think a lot of people experience loneliness especially right now um you're like you said it friendships take time and it takes investment. And well, I'm going to add in there investments, not on the screen, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like real in-person interactions. um, That's how God designed it. And if you're feeling lonely, I think my encouragement to anyone out there is to put your phone down and maybe call someone to go out and do something together. Um, Otherwise, you know, when the hard times hit and you're looking for encouragement, like, who are you, who are those friends that you can call now, right? Um, um, but, you know, God is faithful. It, yeah. He really does provide friendships of with people of different ages, I've learned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah. Sure. So, I, yeah. I mean, I appreciate you. I see you as a friend as well, even though mm-hmm. we are of a different generation
1: yeah um, I think that's also what God's been teaching me too just like the generational like I think before it was like oh like your friends are in your like grade or like your age range right but yeah, like, I feel like everything that has it, to be similar right yeah but I was like but that's actually like really not true and it doesn't have to be true you know it's like mm-hmm. I feel like I have developed friendships with like older women and I'm like, wow, this is like really great. And it's like, it's different, but it's still good. You know, it's yeah, still a blessing yeah. and it's still yeah. encouraging. Yeah. God designed us so that we would have
0: good intimate friendships. And I do believe um, he will provide um, in any any season of life that we're mm-hmm. in. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. I do think I'm going to move on okay okay so the last thing I wanted to ask you about was the conference that you recently attended this past summer it was the glory conference Mm -hmm. do you want to share a little bit about that
1: yes um so the conference was glory conference um with Jackie Hill Perry Mm -hmm. um so she kind of like the conference was like pretty much based on her new book um I have it right here it's called Holier than thou mm-hmm. um but yeah i centered on holiness and god's glory so she talks about like idolatry like social media and like how that plays into it um and just like how we need to desire god above all things mm-hmm. um and i think just some like takeaway points that i had um she talked about god's holiness like i was saying and how like god is set apart from us he's just like he's just like not like even on our level you know like we can't right. comprehend mm-hmm. like who god is um, and like because he 's holy, she was saying like he can- he ha- he cannot be indifferent to sin, mm-hmm. um and so mm-hmm. she was just talking about like the gravity of sin, but then mm-hmm. also she was saying, like where there is god's wrath, like his mercy is even more. Um, and I really appreciate, so she brought up Isaiah six and like, I think her insight to it was just like, really, it was really encouraging to me. So like, you know, Isaiah six, Isaiah is like seeing the Lord sitting on the throne and the seraphim, like, you know, he says like, woe is me. And then the mm-hmm. seraphim, you know, brings, uh, puts a coal on his mouth mm-hmm. and, um, and then says like, you know, you are forgiven of like all your sins. Right. And like, she was saying like, um, like when, when Isaiah saw like the Lord sitting in the throne, he immediately was like, woe is me. Right. And like, mm-hmm. you know, he recognized that he's a sinner. Um, but then when the seraphim brought like that coal, the burning coal onto his mouth, she was saying that like, um, like Isaiah didn't do anything or say anything to um, like, he never asked for forgiveness or does anything to deserve forgiveness. Right. But like, it's God, it's God who's the one who initiates that grace and mercy. And so just like highlighting that God is like a just and holy God, but he's also like merciful and loving. And so I, I think I just really appreciate that, like inside of like, Oh, he never like did anything or said anything to be like, Oh, like you deserve like, you know, forgiveness, like you're actually really good or something, but like mm-hmm. God, God is the one who initiates it. So I was like, Oh, that that's like a really beautiful picture of like the gospel, you know, and like how right, God loves right. us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I feel like also I just feel like Jackie has like a really like amazing way of like just uh, speaking truth. I feel like it's yeah, you know, like, a agree. simple truth, and like she just speaks it so eloquently. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I was I know. crying. Yeah, uh... um, it was really good, but yeah, I think like the thing that she ended with that I was like really encouraged by, um, like she was saying, I just read it. She was saying like the volume of what the world says is really loud. And that seems Mm -hmm. to make what they're saying true. But sometimes Mm -hmm. Jesus speaks in a whisper and one day we'll see God in heaven and this earth will not last forever. And I think like when she said that, it just like gave me a lot of hope because I feel like there are a lot of like scary and like sad things, you know, just like this world has just fallen and it's like Mm -hmm. sad and broken. Um, But I think she's just reminding us that like, you know, like, even though the world seems loud, like God is still working. He's, he's still faithful. And like one day this earth will pass away and like soon we'll be, you know, in heaven and glory with him and rejoicing. And like, that will just be like a distant memory, you know? And so I think like, it just gave me like a lot of hope. And I think I just walked away with that from that conference, just like, just like having like a higher view of God and just mm-hmm. like being uh, more encouraged to like really follow him and like desire him above all else and just yeah just like hoping and waiting for like the day that christ returns you know?
0: yeah um, that's so yeah. so encouraging to hear i i think yeah. that to be in a place of waiting and eagerly anticipating christ's return is exactly how we should be living with mm-hmm. that eternal mindset um at the forefront of our days. So, yeah, thanks for mm-hmm. sharing that. I'm glad that you were able to attend. I wish I could have attended that conference. Dude, I wish <laughs> you would come
1: to California. Oh, was, yeah. You know, actually another thing that I was really encouraged by it was the worship cuz so like oh. it's like a predominantly like it was actually at a black church. And their worship, it was, like, the traditional, like, gospel music. Oh, my goodness. And I was like, why? Don't you feel it in your soul? Okay, you know, actually, one time, like, I don't know if you want to post this but like some people would say like oh like if you raise your hand or if you like shout like hallelujah it's distracting but people were doing that that before before. oh people have told me that before and I was like but at that conference I was especially like that is so untrue I was so blessed by it I was like hearing
0: the praise of someone else
1: yeah and just seeing them dance I was like oh my gosh the dancing was just fun did you dance we were like well we were kind of like moving but i I wasn't like as like dancing as other people but i was like that's just so encouraging there's just like a freedom right yeah and you just see like the joy like you know coming out and it's not just i mean they don't have
0: fear of man over there no
1: there is no fear of man i here i I was like oh my gosh i was like they're like dancing they're not self-conscious they don't care what
0: people think it was honestly
1: so amazing. And I was like, I wish we would do that. But I feel like we're just really scared. <laughs> leave, leave, leave the way, Vanessa. Leave the way. I don't, do, I don't know. <laughs> but it was so encouraging. I was like, this is not distracting at all. I don't know who thought that. But yeah. It was that, really good. That's beautiful. I, yeah. love, I love other cultures.
0: I love learning mm-hmm. about their culture and how they worship. And yeah. it's like a fuller picture of, you know, christ's glory in yeah. the church
1: for sure for sure yeah yeah
0: we're awkward people
1: we're so awkward <laughs> i really hate it <coughs>
0: i'm so awkward i think that's why it's it's really healthy to to be around people who are different and mm-hmm. of christians with different ethnic backgrounds yeah um we are an incomplete church if it's just a chinese church so
1: oh yeah for sure yeah, so it was really nice to see a glimpse of that and just how they express their faith. I oh, I did. agree.